A Bridge Podcast, hosted by Nard and executive produced by Pat Alphonse. This cannot be possible without the help of S Street Media. So subscribe, like, and share. And also, we'd really like to give a big shout out to our family and friends and all the people who believed in us because it's also because of them that we're here today. Indeed, indeed. indeed. Pat, how you feel, man? What's going on, Naughty? Everything uh, good? Yes, everything is well, man. Back again, man. Episode what? Five, six? six? Episode six, yeah. Episode yeah. six, man. That's, that, that means we're doing good because we're forgetting where we at. We ain't get fired yet. Yeah, yeah, that's what's Shout out to S Streets Media, you know? Yeah, shout, shout out, out to, to them. them. You know, but more importantly, man, let's shout out our guest today, man. Um, A Brooklyn native. Um, a Brooklyn native who who's really doing big things, man. Um, huge inspiration to everybody watching, listening, and um, people in his circle, and and now in mine. Um, we would like to introduce you, the Brownsville's CEO, finest. Brownsville's <laughs> finest, and he was a jet, a, another Jocko kid, man. That's what's up. But we want to introduce to you the CEO of BK Lobster, located on No Strand between Fulton and Herkimer, Mr. Rodney Bonds. Family, what's good, family? Good, it's good. Yeah, definitely. Um, happy to be here. Um, nah, we appreciate you, you man. Loving it. Nah, thank you, man. Thank you, man. It means a lot, man, because you know, I know you like a lot of a lot of you guys are watching it in the car because you're going from meeting to meeting yeah, to the yeah, job. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yep, so exactly. we definitely appreciate it, man. But um, tell us a little bit about you, man. I want to get right to it. I don't want to shortchange these people at all. Well, like you said, I grew up in Brownsville, Brownsville Jets, playing under Jocko. No um, doubt, no doubt. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Jocko, Greg peace. Jackson. Yeah, he was kind of like my first mentor. Okay. You know, growing up in the projects, you know, mom, single, you know, single mom. Okay. Not having a father, Jocko was kind of like that father figure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you know, what Jocko taught, kind of showed me was like a uh, like team, like okay. being a part of yeah. a team. Um, you know, so I had Jocko in my life kind of real early going up. Man, that's dope. Brooklyn, you know? That's dope too because like when you learn the team concept young, you understand the responsibility of holding somebody down. Like if your man get beat, it's just like life. If your exactly. man get beat, you got to help out. Right. If you don't, you come outside. You got to know where your little brother, your little sister is. You know, it's really being conscious, man. Right. So it's a great asset to have, man. And, and Jocko also taught us if you ain't out there playing defense, you are gonna sit down too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Jocko taught him. That's Brooklyn, yeah. baby. Peace out to BRC too. Yeah. And BRC. we were, we was not okay with getting our tail, but it's not in Brooklyn, man. You had to play, and it was hard. It's hell to play in BRC, boy. Yeah, cause, yeah. They had mad grown fans yeah. <laughs> at the 10-year-old game. <laughs> Word. Uh, yeah, Word. They came out there and represented the OGs. Yes, sir. Peace yeah. out. Yes, sir. Peace. So what, um, you, you, um, what part of Browns are you from? Like, you from, from the big? plaza. From, oh, from the plaza. Yeah, okay. From wow. Across the street. Yeah. Wow, that's that's no that's Noble Drew Ali, no right? Drew, yeah. One way in, one <laughs> way out. Yeah, that's it. The original Carter. <laughs> For real. For real. The police call you call the police, they go there and they be like, Everything good? Sure. And then, <laughs> and then they go about their business. They don't come out the car. Yeah. The window no, don't even come down. Nah. No sir. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, nah, no, we, we grew up toughness, so that's what happened. So like BRC was our outlet to get right, out right, of the right, crazy right, streets. Right, like, absolutely. So we'd go to the BRC. Had, you know, it was right across the street. So you had the pool and you had basketball. Right, right. And basketball was our only outlet, you know. So that's what they was kind of used to kind of pull us out in the streets growing up in the early 80s. So Biggie to my said, man. Right? Yeah. Biggie said, you just sling crack rock and you got a wicked jump shot. Jump shot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you to my man, Ed, um, Ed Rivera, too. Um, from uh, um, Fernandez, e. Fernandez, yeah, Fernandez. Fernandez. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, we all grew up. We all from the plaza. I mean, okay. like so many guys, Keith Strauss, you know, Keith, you Keith know, Strout. everybody came out there. You know, um, Bo King, a lot of the older guys out there. 
Legends, um, legends. Shout out to the boy yeah. Keith Strauss, my man. Yeah, yeah peace Keith. out. So Western House. When you look back, you realize, okay, that that kind of gave you your first understanding, like you said, teams, people holding you down. Right. Um, Jocko also told me, like, you know, a respect for authority. Um, he also taught you that, like, he showed me that you could be from Brownsville, you could have confidence. Right, right. We wore, we wore being a Brownsville jet, like, we wore like a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? As I grew, one time I did a business deal as I got older, and I remember one time I had did the deal, and I was kind of maybe 27, 28, so it was with Ted Gustus, you know, okay. so with Ted, and Shout I had, did, to get I had did a deal or something in Vegas, it was some digital thing, and I came back and I told Jocko, and I Jocko helped me do something with the BLC. So I'm sitting in Jocko's office. I'm real excited. And I'm like, yo, Jock, I did this. And I did this. And I'm all the moving parts. I didn't do nothing. Jocko just he said, yeah. Because you a jet. I'm like, uh-huh. wow. yeah, because I'm a jet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it brought it back to nah, like, no doubt. it's no about, doubt. you know, he gave you that sense of pride of, of believing in yourself with a talent. Because like with basketball, that was a self of your talent. But he taught us that, you know, okay, that's your talent. But now how to believe in yourself through that through that talent, whether right. playing through the ball, playing through losses, if you're having a bad game, right, right, not right. pouting, right, not getting no down doubt. on yourself. So e- even like with like making a transition, like you know, like learning the game and, right. and going through the steps and the phases, um, at, at what point did you realize, like, you know what, basketball not going to be my end all, and you wanted to start venturing out into other, in other avenues? Well, it kind of happened for me while I was playing basketball. Like what happened, my stepfather came into my life being in the projects. He moved okay. us out of his daddy-o. Um, okay. He had a group called Stetson Sonic. Stets. Okay, yeah. Stetson Sonic, right? right yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out, real, Shout out. Yeah. real rap, yo, real music. Rap. Yeah, so and you had to dance though to Stetson Sonic shit though. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can't yeah, dance, yeah. but they, they had beats. So. You had to jump, to <laughs> do something. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of got us out the projects, and then what happened is my mom ended up working with, um, working in, uh, working in the music, working in the music industry. Okay. And there too. So what happened was I um networking is a beautiful thing yeah. right so yeah. what happened was as a kid I was able to go be an intern so I was like a kid interning in Rush so I was around Russell and Leo and Rick Rubin okay. and all these guys as a kid Duke singing around with Russ at yeah. 13 yeah. my, my dude. man Dar used to drive Russ nuts. forever um, D yeah D yeah, that's, that's my man that's D. my I guy D. yeah and I love D yeah, yeah me and his brother real yeah. tight yeah, shout yeah, out yeah. to the boy Ike Dirty my man yeah so you know what happened was for me I kind of was around that so by being seeing that stuff I was kind of around it just a kid just being right, happy right, running right. around office to office um you know a lot of young young execs coming up in there the Tracy Waples and Marjorie Clarks and a lot of these young people so I kind of seen something so I had this music industry in the back okay. but you know we just moved out the project but then we kind of moved to Best Style a little bit okay. so you know you kind of from Brownsville you know you you know you playing ball so as I was going through high school I ended up playing like JV I was playing for playing ball and um you know, at the time I'm playing ball, but then you know, got into like girls and you yeah, know smoking yeah, yeah. and everything. Oh, they like come, that. they come, yeah. they happen. They come. It's part and of you the package. Play, you was playing JV where? Yeah. And boys and girls. Boy, oh, you, you was know, a kangaroo. Yeah, oh yeah, you had, you had. It was on you. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was playing JV, and then I fell off the team because I messed up with my grades. I made varsity. Girls. Yeah, made varsity. <laughs> fell off the team, and then so now I'm in high school. I'm playing little high school alternative ball, but then I'm still in the music industry. Every okay. time I'm working in the music industry, I'm working and I'm seeing something different. Dope. In this music industry, and I'm starting to see black executives. I'm around, you know, yeah, Puffy people and who look like you. That's Uptown winning, records, yeah. right? And I'm seeing these black execs, and like Def Jam. Remember, at the time, was the only hot record company. It was right. no Bad Boys. It was no Man, Rock, 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 Rock and It was Def Jam by itself. So I'm around all of this as it's happening around Public Enemy, EPMD, like, like Eric Sherman. Like he, like he was like my godfather. Like you right. know, I knew all of these guys, but I'm excited. So again, it's in the back of my head. So then. As I'm getting older, like you said, I realized ball probably wouldn't be all end or be all, but then I realized I had seen something different besides right. the project. Right, I right, seen right. it. I seen the music industry. Right. And I seen it. And for me, I always say, you know what? 
I want to be on the other side of the camera. Because I see that's where the money is being made. And that's where the people who are getting tickets at it. Say that again, because everybody thinks it's just about the artists, man. Yeah. Please say that again. No, I realized that it was more inside. money behind the camera than it right. was in front of the camera. And I seen who was really making the moves. Like, right, I right. see, I hear somebody on the phone call in the office telling somebody what EPMD is going to do. Right. I tell somebody where LL is going to go. No, what they like, might do, what they're going to do. What they going to do, right, and right, they right. better go ahead and they're doing this. I'm like, yo, these are the real power players. And I'm seeing them, you know, book out Def Comedy Jam and giving me 15, 20 tickets to it. And, and I'm like, okay, this is where the power is at. This is where the moves is at. Right. You know, and so it showed me that, okay, there's something different. And that's when I started learning the business side and wanting to be interested in, like, the music industry and the business in itself. Did you ever go into, like, once you got, like, the feel and understand, like, the concept of, On okay. as I do it because then, you know, in the industry, it teaches you a lot of things because in the hip-hop culture, you've seen a lot of things develop. You've seen, like, fashion culture develop through the Sean Johns and this stuff. You've seen the club promotion start. Like, I mean, really, Pat really showed me how club, a lot of the club game work yeah, and yeah, being, on, that, being on the first side of it. You know, Pat being one of the first original promoters who I've seen promote parties and with the NBA and just doing one-offs that was inside right. New York City. So you kind of be around that stuff and you kind of see it. So for me, though, I always, the funny thing with me is I always been in the business of the creative side, but I always seen the business side because I always notice there's two things. You got the music business, the fashion business, the food business. So that's the two things. When you break it down, it's, it's music and it's business. business. So you got creative and you got business. You got creative and you got business. So a lot of people stick on the creative side all the time and, they, and that's where all the excitement is and everything like that. But it's the also business where a lot of side. conflicts come in too because... Everybody got the idea of how it should be. Right, the creative right. part. But for me, I always looked at it, the business side first of something and then worked my way back to the creative side. Okay. So, like, Pat, don't know this. We used to be in the tunnel, right? And, um, you know, we'd be in there early if we want to, however we want to. So we do what we do. And, you know, everybody be going off and doing what they're doing. So Pat would go, and I'd go off to the side, and I'd sit there, and I'd sit, like, right before people walking in the door. And I used to just sit there, and I used to just, I know how much they used to charge, cause, but they didn't charge us, right, but right, I knew right. how much they charged, oh, so I used to just the sit there. Yeah. yeah, so I used to just the sit socket, there. The socket, man, the socket. The socket, yeah. <laughs> We call it the socket. That's right, the plug so is I'll nothing be without sitting the socket. There, and I know how much they charge, and I'd just be sitting there going 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, <laughs> 20, 40. And i just do that till I get up to like 5,000. I'd be like, whoa. Like, and I used to be like, Dad, how do you? Be over that side of it. In a half hour, 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you be? And I was always intrigued about that side of it, which led me to see I was intrigued by the business side of it, the entrepreneur side, but the creative in the two mixed up as as work. And and that's what you get in the music business. That's that's, that's a good way to look at it. Um, You know, so for me, that made me realize, okay, I was an entrepreneur. So then I started doing a lot of different ventures. I got a lot of like network marketing and stuff like that, which, you know, for entrepreneur, I would say network marketing is always a good thing. I got involved in a company called Five Links. Yeah, I remember that. That was, uh, what, like 2000s, right? That's when it came out? 2010, 11, yeah. Rest in peace, my man Diamond, though. Yeah, my man man Dave Diamond Cox. He brought me into it. He was like Good dude, good dude. He was like an entrepreneur, big brother. I always had big brothers, like, you know, Guys that like, was doing the right thing. Right. Good influences, no doubt. Right. So uh, guys like Pat always had, because, you know, I'm 44. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So my, young friends, my friends yeah, always been fella. like three or four, four or five years older than me. Because okay. when I was little, I used to play ball on a higher level, so my friends was older. So you right. know how you can play ball with bigger dudes? Those become your friends. You walk home together, you yeah, do all yeah, of that. no doubt. So that's how that was. And then being in the music industry, I'm a young dude in the music industry, but then I got these older friends that, um, that you know, doing it. So like I met... 
Dave Diamond in the music industry. And so, but again, having this intrigue for the business side of everything, you know, Dave introduced me to certain business things. You know, I was doing, I had an invention, I had a makeup store, I think at the time. And Dave was yeah. just like, yo. Makeup? Yeah, yeah, makeup. You got sisters? No, 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 no. My okay. girl I was talking to at okay, the time, she okay. had a makeup store. Cause that's how Maybe I am. Maybe having ideas, right? For your What money? it is, you know what it is? I'm always, I always see like, the, the business side of anything. Like I can look at this water and I can look at how to create a business model and then take that business model and multiply it and then franchise it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. always see a business inside of anything creative. Everything. You know, yeah. so... Um, Shout out to them dudes at S Street Media too because they see the business side of everything, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. subscribe, subscribe, and share. Right, Make please. sure, man. Because like them dudes, like they see the business side of everything. Like, because I met them, like, like short, mm -hmm. short story, when I met them, I met them doing a show for somebody else. Okay. okay. You know, and... You no, know, it was a show, so I came to do the show, but then I found out they're art curators, they got other shows, right, there's a right, lot right. going on. I'm like, wow, these dudes are young, uh -huh. look like me, they're like really yeah. doing it, they networking, like that. that's right. dope, man. So shout out to them, shout man. We thank you for that platform, S Street Media. Yeah, no, definitely. That's, um, you know, so going through that, you know, I always kind of, for me, was in a search of wanting to be an entrepreneur, just okay. wanting to be an entrepreneur. The music industry showed me that there's black entrepreneurs, you know, I've been around them. My, my my family was there. My uncle Kedar, he was a music mogul in there. And I seen all this, but then I seen the music industry started getting a little Kedar funny. Kedar Massenburg? Yeah, Kedar Massenburg. He yeah, was yeah, like yeah, president yeah. of Motown, Discover, NDIRE. Joe. Joe. You hear that? The yeah. socket. The, the <laughs> boy is yeah, connected. Yeah, 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 you yeah, heard? You, did Daddy you hear that? Pop. Those it's are just the nuts. names, it's, man. It's, it's, it's Come on, man. So Do watch, your homework. So watching this, like, from the back end, you seeing these executives do things, do deals. Right, you know, right. I, I, oh, I, they were just doing deals, whether it's production deals or, you know, they're somebody Venture. remixing deals or doing this venue, deal, record right. label deals, just always doing deals. And so I was, you know, intrigued by that. So as I started getting older and have to lay your own foundation down, I realized, okay, this is what I want to do. I was definitely, I wanted to be an entrepreneur. You know, first I thought I wanted to be in the music business, but I just, you know, wasn't, Married to it, but I was right. just like, I want to be an entrepreneur. So the five links thing became very intriguing. Yeah, you, I'm just because what it, it does. Yeah, it became intriguing because it was just showing me other industries. Because in the music industry, I realized where that was going. Because there came a time when Napster came in and all these things came yeah, in. The music right. industry money died, yeah, yeah. and it was just like the I see where it was going. Started to pick up. Yeah, and I was like, right. whoa, whoa, we got a shift vi here. The vinyl shift, right? Yeah, it was a <laughs> shift. Yeah, when I seen Tower Records close, I was like, oh, it's man, changing. <laughs> Russell, Russell lived up top. Remember? Russell lived up top. They started on top, 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 top records. Yeah, top records. Yeah, he was checking. Dude is right like down my, Broadway. He was living on top of his spot. Yeah. Dude is like, dude is like the, the dude from um somebody from his Green Book. Downstairs. He like the dude from Green Book. Dude is like living on top of Carnegie Hall. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. He's, he's, getting top, he's getting money downstairs. Getting money Man. downstairs. Right. He's watching his money for real. Watch his money on top of his spot. Right. So it's like when I started seeing that, I was like, okay, I need to learn something more from an entrepreneur's perspective, and so, you know. Trying different things, got involved with different things, and and prior to that, um, my cousin who I didn't see in a long time, I had got with him when I was kind of in between from coming out the music industry, you know, because um, I managed a few artists, I had artists signed to MCA, you know, trying that whole thing. Um, I met my partner, and he um, introduced me to a little kid we knew growing up. Okay. From on Butler Street, and his name was Anthony Lolly, and at okay. the time he had a real estate company called Rapid Realty. Okay. And Rapid Realty had this one brownstone that Anthony brought, and downstairs was like where his office was, but then the two floors, he gutted them all out, and he had this row of chairs, and it was nothing but these agents and agents. It's like a hundred agents. It was like the <laughs> stock exchange, and they was just wow. renting, and they were renting apartments. They was wow. renting apartments. They was renting That's apartments dope. at a speed. They was closing 150, 200 deals a month. 
at an average broker fee of $1,500 a pop wow. on apartments. This before Airbnb. This is what before that. Yeah, this is like 2005, that. 2000, before, like right. 2005. And again, these, these are entrepreneurs who look like us. Yeah. And this is what I mean by like, with this platform, we want y'all to understand, we want the viewers to understand, like, you know, your nieces, your nephew, your children, man, that they can be what they want to be, man, because there's so many people out here that look like us that are doing great things. And we got opportunities. Yeah, we got to stop thinking. I mean, the sports is a great thing. It's a great outlet. It gets you to see, helps you to see the world. You get to meet a bunch of people. Like me as a ball player, I probably got a friend in every state because I play ball all over. You know, but even with these businesses, like, you know, here's a friend of his who has a brownstone on Butler Street. Okay, so no, this one he's from Butler, but he was this is on Fourth, Fourth and Twenty First, like Fourth and Twenty First, right? Mixed unit, yeah, mixed unit building. Now, but he got. He's killing 150 uh, agents. He 150 got 100 agents, agents going crazy, getting uh, money. So I was intrigued by him. So I'm like, yo, I was like, I, right. you know, I wanted to try something. You know, I was like, I'm interested because, you know, I'm like, I want to see the business model. Right. And I was like, I'm going to learn because I always realize as an entrepreneur, you got to be your willing own student. You you know, right. as, if you're willing to lead, you got to be willing to learn. Right. You got to be willing to, if you're going to be willing to lead, you got to be willing to follow. If you're okay. going to, you know, you got to always be willing to put yourself in that position to be able to receive because your 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 life your 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 school your college is your experience as an entrepreneur right so the quickly you put yourself in school right. the faster then you now gain the necessary knowledge and experience to do it right, so right, absolutely I was like all right cool I'm in when I seen real estate was the model so I went to take my real estate license and then right before I was like get ready to take the class he's like yo I want you to help me start my franchise division he was start he was about to franchise his company because okay. he had had it for a few years and he was like okay I'm breeding my own competition everybody you know trying to take my my my, my, my formula let me even I'm a branch or a franchise so he chose the franchise okay so he and took the different the difference between the two because everybody might not know branching is when you as a corporation take your own funds and you open up offices and okay. you're taking your own money and it's corporately owned. So one company owns different branches. Okay. Franchising is when you use other people's money to open up stores, but they own the stores. They own them stores. They own but they follow store. your, your they blueprint. They still follow your formula. You just basically do a license and deal with them, and okay. they, you pay them a royalty for That's the crazy. support. I never thought of like a realtor franchising like a McDonald's or a right, Chili's right, right. or something like that. And so well, we did dope. that because we okay. had this dope apartment formula and this database with all these landlords because at the time people was just shaking their head to apartment money. All the realtors <laughs> wanted house money. So they was like, it's crumbs. Our model is enough crumbs make bread. Right, you know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure, for so sure. my whole thing is I could, I'd rather rent 15 apartments at a $1,500 broker fee a month than try to wait six months for a $6,000 broker fee. Right, right, right. You know what I'm right, saying? Absolutely. I'll make this quick 15000 right, while you right. waiting on this house. And if the house close, don't close in three months, yeah, you yeah. done waited. Now you trying to catch back up. But by the time you do, you done all that money got to go back into all the bills you done accumulated while mm -hmm. in between deals, between right, right. borrowing. Right, right. So no our motto was like, nobody want to focus on apartments. We're going to treat the apartments like a land looks like a realtor treats a house. Okay. So we, you know, we, we had a system, we had a Craigslist, we had an incredible just this whole system, how we dominated the whole internet and everything like that and yeah. marketed it. Um, you know, so we franchised that model because we had a niche and we did a franchise. So I was in charge of the franchise development team. I'm, you know, I was a franchise salesperson. Okay. So I, I, I did not, so I had the franchise. So what <clears> I did, I had to first learn the system. Then we had to package the system. Then I had to do construction to build it out, okay. no, sell it, then build it. You know, so I did it from the ground up and we built it. So we ended up doing like 65 locations 
within like a four to five year span wow, wow. from nice. the ground dope. up. That's dope. Um, we had them in Harlem. We had them everywhere, and they were successful. I think I went to the grand opening with you in Queens. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, we had so many grand openers for them mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, and so that taught me franchising. I learned the ins and outs of franchise because we franchised it for the ground up. So we didn't buy into a franchise system. We were the franchisor. Right. Okay. And we right. built that system up and people brought into our system. So we had okay. to create the system and learn it from the ground up. You know, of course, studying all the McDonald's, studying 7-Eleven, yeah. studying, you know, Subway, studying all these different, different models, you know, in order to create your format. Create, create the format. Um, so we used to do, I mean, we used to have to get real creative with marketing because that's the one thing, you know, being an entrepreneur, I always tell people that when you lack in budget, you make up in creativity. Right. You understand what I'm saying? That's so, like when you're soliciting like the individuals to come in to, to look at the apartments and stuff like that. Well, more so, I'm talking about like um, from when you're running a business or so like a company. We had to market our company. So what we'll do is we have to get creative. We'll say, let's say we go into your building. You got seven units, eight units. You got a building. So we're like, okay, let us rent it out for you. So you let us rent it out. Let's say I rented five of them apartments. So now I'm like, listen, I rented out five of your apartments. Can I put a banner on the side of your building? <laughs> Balloons yeah. and all that outside. <laughs> I'm talking about a no, a tall banner, like a, a, a billboard. Right, right. The right. whole side of the building, right, the whole, from the ninth floor all the way down. And so they started letting us put up the banners, but we didn't have to pay for them. We was bartering. So you remember there was a time when we used to go in New York City, used to see real estate license. Uh, two hundred dollars in two weeks. Yeah, those was our signs because we had a real estate school too. So we nice. were basically giving away real estate licenses and breeding the agents coming through the real estate. Nice, so nice. The whole, whole farm process. system, right? So farm system, that's right? basically we had yeah. a farm system for agents. Um, nah, that's dope. So that whole experience it showed me, um, like I said, franchising. While I was doing that, uh, you know, kind of made some investments and you know did different things and okay, you know, um. Uh, 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 I brought into some different restaurants and stuff like that, Magic Soul Food. And then, you know, even, you know, during this experience, again, Best still. Star, right? Yeah, Best Did you Star. have one on um, Atlantic and Rockaway? Yeah, Atlantic and Rockaway. And Decatur. We had Decatur and Malcolm X. Decatur and Malcolm yeah. X. Yeah, yeah another one on Nostrum. We had one in Queens. We had a few in there. So I brought into that, too. So I was always dabbing into that. And then what happened was, uh, being in the music industry, um, my mom worked her way in there. She was working in the music industry. But then my mom, being a chef, she... Oh, your mom's a chef? Yeah, she oh, was chef, dope. Yo, she, cooked, she ended uh, up cooking. She, she get busy? So, so here's how it happened. My mom was a chef, and she started cooking for music industry functions. So she'll cook for this... The, okay, for L, L and They have an Onyx release party. My mom's cooked for it. Russell and them get my mother to cook. My mother to cook. So my mother to cook. That's a good check. What? So, what? Yeah. So what happened was, Pat and us, we was the testers. No greedy, no greedy cash. So it was right before Slick Rick tasted. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get sick. So get what sick. happened is, you know, me, we, me and Pat, we be doing what we be doing. We be hungry, and she will come in. She be like, "Taste this fish and grits. Taste this. Tasting the whole. Taste, spot. taste this. Taste this." Oh, and so man. what happened is too, she'll be doing caterings. Like she'll do. So she be in the crib. She be down there, and my mom's was real cool. So my mom's always let my friends come to the crib and chill because my mom's was like, you know. I'd rather know where you at, what you're doing. Right, and my right, mom right. was cool. Absolutely. She was in the music industry, too. So yeah. I had like a cool mom. Nah, that's dope. Crib be, 20, cool. crib be 15 deep. Yeah, yeah. all the boys up in chilling, the side over there chilling, having fun. My mom was like, her crew was like, she, she mixed Cameron, right in Tracy with us. Waypool, yeah. Those are my mother friends. Ronnie okay. Cameron, Tracy Waypool. So all these, the young industry exec girls. Right, right. Those are my mother friends, Nikki D. So that's our whole crew. Yeah, so Malu, you, I'm kind of, I'm kind of old for my, I'm kind of young. I'm kind of, I move older for my age. Right, older spirit, older soul. Right, so now I got these older friends. And so we all are kind of in the same kind of with the mix. So like in parties, my mother would be catering the same industry parties we going to. Right, you know? y'all going yeah. to. So Pat and them was like. He's with Mad Max and them. Yeah, Pat These and them. Guys. 
Patnam, you know, we used to eat the food. So my mother used to cater. She used to start catering, like like I said, all the Def Jam Christmas parties. She'll be, uh, she used to cater for the How Can I Be Down. Peter Thompson started off with all that. So then she kept doing it in the industry, and then Puffy discovered her, and she became an executive chef for Justin's. Okay, his first joint. Yeah, the first joint. Nah, that's yeah. dope. So she became Dude, the head remember chef. Remember, they was rushing that. inside of that joint when it first opened. Yeah, like, yeah. Y'all yeah, yeah, finished? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta try outside. There's a line outside, yeah, there's a line bro. Outside, yeah. Word. And so, you know, my mom, she, uh, I started, while she was there, I started seeing that. And that showed me, I never see another black executive, Puffy, right. owning a, re- a restaurant. Didn't she have a restaurant on Flap, downtown Brooklyn? This was afterwards, when she did oh, okay, it with, afterwards. Okay, right. with, with Puff's mom, Mom Dukes. So okay. she, oh, Mom that, Dukes, I, I remember that. that one jumping off, too. Right. So when I was around Justice, it showed me, again, here it is, I'm around my mother, who's the creative side, but then I'm around Puffy, who's the business side. Right. So again, remember seeing Puff growing up, watching him music, watching him do finesse sequence, watching him get my my pop's daddy, giving him remixes. You know, like when my pop's remix, um, Biggie, Real Love, where you know, look up in the skies, a mm-hmm. bird is a plane. Yeah, like Puff and Daddy, yo, hey yo, bring the verse. So I was around when all of those deals happened. Right. So you know, me watching Puff, how he moved and elevated exactly now as an entrepreneur. Now he's into restaurants, and now he's I'm seeing all of this stuff happening like right before my eyes, right, right, right. you know what I'm saying, right in front of me. So now and then I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm learning real estate. I'm seeing all this stuff. I got this music industry background. I'm learning in real estate. And so now it's just teaching me, again, business on all sides of creative. And when I'm seeing the common denominator from what I'm taking in is culture, hip-hop culture, what I'm seeing in the culture, how our culture functions, how I operate, how it moves, how it shifts, different things like that, to how sports and entertainment and lifestyle and fashion and food and clothes and music and all of this stuff have to intertwine. intertwine yep. It comes together to create this amazing culture that we right, all right, kind of no experience. Nah, that's so, dope. you know, I'm seeing this, like, and I'm like, okay, and always it's the business model. I'm seeing a business model behind these different things, which is, again, you know, I'm, I, you don't realize the journey that you go through based upon your desires. You just got to have the desire, but it takes you on journeys, yeah. and these journeys equip you for what it is that you kind of Believe in your success. Right, right. At but the end of the day, it, it equips you for um, what you're going to really dive into 100. percent What right. you believe it for, what your desire is, what you say I want to be. Right. So once you put that GPS, your definite a purpose, which is the first rule of success, your definite a purpose. Once you put that coordinates in, then there is a journey. The right, journey is designed there. to help prepare you for that. Right, right, right. You understand okay. what I'm saying? And sometimes it's like when the coach say, "Trust the process." It's like this process that you yeah. don't even know what's going on, but it's leading you <laughs> to this journey. Mm-hmm. But what I'm realizing, what what's the thing is, you got to have the journey. You got to have a destination. You got to know what you want. I didn't realize it's this like, formula it's later. Like, it's like on the spirit dress when they say you're going through the fire, like you come out. Yeah, you like being, you, you, you being refined through, through all of right. that. And what you realize is like, okay, all of this experience is for something and it's coming together to formulate something that you have in your own head. It's not right. something that you're looking for. It's something that you have in your right. own mind that you want it's just now crystallizing and what you do when you start adding self-help and all of this other stuff you helping yourself crystallize this destination of success for you right and what yeah, you okay. and what you want to do you know break it down you know what i'm saying so nah, break no it down. Down. that's serious man you know so so now moving fast forward you know we sell a company rapid realty i learned all this franchising stuff i got this restaurant experience and that led me to what i was going to do next you know what i'm saying let, let me know to like you know what we was gonna do next, and um, my mm-hmm. next move was like okay I got all the experience what's next 
Now I'm realizing I'm at a point in my career as an entrepreneur where I learned a lot, had a lot of experience, had these journeys, done met a bunch of people through my relationships with Pat, relationships with, you know, in the music industry and right. from basketball and just had all of this. Coaching up team uptown in Rucker Park. Oh, yeah. Throw that in there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. The coach. Coach, yeah. Yeah, That's what's up. Yeah, and West Fourth too. The youngsters. The youngsters. Yeah, I was oh, yeah, the youngsters. There too. Well, yeah, yeah, the youngsters. Yeah, yeah. We was a problem over there in West Fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's R. up. R.I.P. Yeah, Coach Rad Chris Dawkins. Chris and there, Chris, our boy up there. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and, and and so like Big Chris too. Yeah. Oh yeah, Big Chris. Security. Yeah, Big Chris. Yeah, like the, um, security bounces. That's when hmm. I. That's why I know I, I hang around Pat. After a while, I realized. Oh, I said that's why Pat get it on the clubs. All the bounces is ex-ball plates. Yeah, 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 yeah. We walk in. Duh. All the six I'm nine like, dudes on the walk in. I'm like, Pat just walk up to security. I'm like, he walk up to security. Uh, right, come, on. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. You good. Like, you good. No, no doubt. Then later on, then that, that's when I started seeing Pat, you know, the owners and everything like that. But we used to get straight through the first line of defense. Security. With no problem. Let's go. Easy. Nah, that's yeah. what's up. Um, you know, so then I'm like, okay, what's my next move? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm all tied in. I done got all this. I know all this. Ain't no going different. Ain't no going back. You know, a lot of times we sometimes go through experiences and sometimes things have a start and sometimes things in the end. And that's the kind of, you know, when they say reason for a season. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like you got to, once you have that destination, you got to keep going forward. Ain't no getting but back. And, and, and route. And, and route. And route. And, and looking the way, and looking the way you look and everything. Is there, um... Is there a lot of lot of lot of friction like with law enforcement? Like you out late, you opening your spot, you closing your spot. Like do you like do you still like like have those like 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 headaches? Are they are they like, what type they, of? like I mean like do they come to your spot and No, I don't get those things because of the nature of kind of what I do, the way we put okay. the business model BK lobster, it's fast casual seafood. Okay. Um so you know, when we introduced this concept, the brand BK Lobster, um, that was kinda like a combination of what I've been doing all the way before. I've yeah, had some no, magic stuff. No, there's no fast, fast lobster. casual seafood. No, no lobster <laughs> fr- yeah, franchise. There's no lobster franchise, right? Well, so, there's lobster franchises. So there's yeah. no African American owned lobster franchises. And my whole thing is when I thought about there bringing this, there wasn't. There right. There you go. When I thought about bringing this, my whole idea with BK Lobster was, first of all, there was no place you could get a lobster roll in the hood, in the neighborhood, in the middle of the heart. You still have to go Literally. anywhere else. You need you, to see that. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Now, what this is, now I'm going to tell y'all what this is, what it's all about. Um, this is one of our product lines that we're putting out right now. No, so I'm going to tell you the whole story, how this whole thing come in. So, and something interesting I learned coming out the music industry and, um, you know, coming out the music industry and going into like, you know, products and services and things of that nature. So what happened is we, um, we, 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 we sell a company, we sell rapid, fast forward, and then I'm like, okay, what's gonna be my next move? So now I take all of this knowledge, all of this understanding that I got, and I'm like, okay, what's next? But what I'm learning is that once you get on the rhythm of the journey, a lot of times you're trying to think what's your next move, but once you get on a pattern of rhythm, your next move kind of attracts to you. Right. It comes to you, comes your next stage. You, yep. it, it, it falls into place. Like, I'm sure you guys didn't plan this, but right. through movement, opportunity, and things like that, Street media plus them too. A move right, falling right, right. in line, right? Right, having a connection it, with them, it falls in Indeed. line. But then when you fall in the line, you realize you tie this back to a desire you probably had before. But like, man, you know, I wish I could tell stories, I want to be able to tell it, whatever. And you find yourself on the platform. So, this is what it was for me with BK Lobster. A situation came where somebody wanted 
me to help them run a nightclub, whatever. I'm like, I don't feel like running no club. I'm out there. <laughs> we we, we done, 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 done that. I ain't running no club. So he's like, yo, come on, please. It's Christmas. Just come up here. Come see it. Whatever, whatever. I'm like, listen, if I do it, I gotta. it got to be something different. I, let me see. I, but it got to be changed. So he came. I seen it. I'm like, all right. Well, if I'm doing this, I can't run it like no club. It needs a concept. It needs a name. So I was driving, coming back from with my daughter. We coming from down south, me, her, my son. And I'm trying to come up with play with different names and I'm doing with different things. And I'm like, yo, in Brooklyn, there's no place you get a lobster roll. Cause we used to stop at this lobster roll spot in um in Maryland. Okay. So I'm like, ain't no place you get a good I'm like lobster rolls. I say, Seafood yo. Town. Yeah. So right, you know, MGM right there uh, right. by the water. Okay. So I'm like, yo, man, that's like, man, I, I said I should bring some lobster rolls into Brooklyn. There's no place in where you could get that. My daughter, she 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 she's Madison. My yeah, middle daughter, she yeah. actually played ball too. She okay. played up yeah, into high nice. school and everything like that. So she was like, yeah. BK and lobster sound good. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out said, to Madison. Ding, ding, ding. I said, BK and lobster sound good. I, I said, BK lobster. I said, yo, that's it. And the name came BK lobster. So now I had this concept for BK lobster, which in my mind was going to be this Specialty, these little rise, lo- lobster roll lobster shops roll. that I see when I'm traveling. I'm going to bring them into Brooklyn. And then it all go back again. See how I go back full circle. My boy, God bless the dead, Dave Diamond Cox, I remember one time he used to tell me to meet him in Manhattan. And it was this little spot right in the downtown Manhattan somewhere. You go down the steps and you start these lobster rolls. And this was like in 2004 and I never seen nobody eat lobster rolls. And Dave used to always like pop junk. He was flashy. So yeah. I'm like, yo, what's this? He's like, you ain't ready for this, youngin. Yeah. <laughs> this, you ain't ready for this. You know, he was like my entrepreneur. You know this how like, like, like you're a rookie, rookie in right, the right. entrepreneur game. He's like, you ain't ready for this type of lunch yet. Okay. And I remember like, yo, I was intrigued. So now I've realized this intrigue came back again. And I'm like, okay, let me bring this concept to Brooklyn. So now I'm like thinking, you know, like a name. So now then, then I'm saying, okay, BK Lobster, how would that sound? So now I'm doing my market analysis, whatever. So I'm like, lobster is a dope name. It's a celebratory food. And I'm like, because, you know, everybody give me different names. I'm like, BK sound good together. I love BK. Because I'm like, <laughs> all my friends' name is BK. BK Supreme. BK Rude. <laughs> BK <laughs> Broad. Right. BK this one. Everybody on my Instagram right, is BK. BK this one. Right, right, right. So I'm like. BK Lobster, because it's flowing, because I'm taking Instagram, and I'm taking what's going on now, yeah. and it's flowing in terms of like that. You know what I'm saying? So now, now and I'm going to tell this in because I, you know, I'm checking on time because I want to bring some principles, huh, what this, you know, what I noticed and you no, know, no, share with some appreciate, entrepreneurs. I appreciate the education, you know, brother. Um, you know, so and I'm like, BK Lobster. All right, cool. Got a hook. So now I begin to put this thing together. And so now I'm going to share with the story, so maybe this will help somebody, because I shared Definitely. it with an investor. No doubt. I shared it with an investor. He asked me, investor, how did I do this? And when I shared it, he's like, yo, that was brilliant. Hindsight 2020, I didn't realize I was doing it, but then I realized I was doing it because, again, this is some knowledge that I picked up before just through a self-help book. And I, when I learned, sometimes you could put knowledge in yourself that'll come up later. Right, right. right. In your subconscious, yeah, you, you didn't know things, it. You don't throw things away. Right. right. So I was like, okay, I need to build a big restaurant. But I need the money to do it. I didn't have all the money to do it. We sold it, but it took a big, big sum of money. Right. Right. So now I'm like, okay, cool. I already knew how I wanted to structure. I was going to be a franchise. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do like they do a stock. Whenever you do a stock, what happens is a company does an IPO. It raises money, but it gets money to do the things that it's going to do, do to make the money that's going to give you back. Right. It just did some stuff before to make you attracted to it, to invest into it. Mm-hmm. So it goes public. So privately it did something well enough to make you publicly get more money to do some more creative stuff <laughs> right. so to make some more money. Right. So I said, well, okay, I got enough network through my years of resources where I can just do it like a stock. So I took my company, which is the franchise holding company, and I said, I'm going to sell pieces of it. So I sold pieces of the franchise holding company 
to build the restaurant. And the restaurant was the showroom now Dope. that's going to now show and sell all other franchises. Else, right, so I right. gave pieces of that. But then with the restaurant that was a separate entity, I also sold pieces of the restaurant in itself as well too. So I was able to raise capital with both. And so I was able to then get partners to be able to do it, and we built it. So we built the dope showroom, which we like with the BK Lobster um, on Notion. We built that one, and we launched that one like last year. And now, one year later, we approaching like our fifth franchise right now. You got Hoboken? We have, well, we have that. We have Myrtle that's launched already. Myrtle Avenue. We have Vanderbilt and Clawson. We have New Jersey and Hoboken. We just signed leases for. <laughs> we have Williamsburg. We signed leases for. And we have Greenpoint that we just uh, did as well, too. Oh, okay. So we did all that within one year. And all of that. You, from, Harlem. you mentioned Harlem? Oh, yeah, in Harlem. We got Harlem. Harlem. Yeah, we got one on Linux right next to Corner Social, right next to Cove okay. and all that stuff as well, too. So, you know, that was the whole idea of the franchise because I was like, okay, rapid, I franchised it. So very smart with Cove because Cove stayed well yeah, that used whole to be strip. popping when the world was open. Yeah, that whole strip yeah, and everything like that. So nice. we right on that block right next to Katina, Babalucci, then it's us. Right. We right in that whole restaurant strip okay, over there dope. as well too. Um, you know, and you know, so it works. So all of that culmination came together from all of the like the years of different right, things right, and right. being able to see Through it, your travels. Doing the travels. Right. And one of the things that I learned that success is not like luck, it's a formula. Right, right. It's a formula to success. It's like the back of a cake box. If I show you a cake box and I say, okay, you can, this is the recipe right here. One egg, milk, this, that, and the third. And give you it to follow me. that. You have right. to follow that thing one, two, three, four steps right. in order to get this cake. Right. If you skip a step, you won't get that cake. You won't get the cake. And right. a lot of times when people are not successful, they don't realize why. It's because there's certain steps that they skip it in the right. formula for success. Trying to get um, there too fast. Trying to get there too fast. Or well, sometimes like, just, like you said, not educated and not understand all the steps. Right, and yeah. a lot of times too, man, you, you know, just the society too, the society we live in, right. they want the microwave effect. People want it now. Right. Yeah, like people right. that know him saying, well, Raw did that. I can do that. Right. You know what I mean? People, right. people yeah. believe that. Yeah. And they don't understand like Raw went through the networking. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? He had a long he, story. He also, right. he also had friends like we were talking about before like with right. the Stephon thing. You had people mm-hmm. before you who didn't make it. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you were surrounded by so many people who did make it. People who were doing things and it's like, well, I can do that. Bring you in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can do that. Well, I could be a part of that. And then you see it. Then like he says, like, you know, it's the first time I heard it put in that format though like when he, when you you punch in your destination. Right. And now you get you get to it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and that's big, yeah. you know what I mean. And a lot of people miss that because remember, we're we're influenced by a lot of people yeah. who don't look like us, yeah. <laughs> and it's not healthy for real. It's, it's not, not yeah. healthy because not, what happens yeah. is, you know, people say they get a couple of dollars, they want what yeah. they want a house mm-hmm. with the picket fence. You know what I mean? Like you know, in my job, I know a lot of people that moved out to the island, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Ain't stupid high. Can't afford it no more. Right, They're right. trying to Jersey. come back. They're trying to sell. They ain't getting the yeah, same bank yeah. for the Tax, buck. Taxes is taxes, retarded. Oh my god, taxes retarded. <laughs> Tax right. more than the crib. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For real. So, yeah. so, so, like he said, when you have like the blueprint, the format, you have to like stick to it. Stick yeah, to you got to stick to it. And yeah. then, like stick you know, shout, shout, shout out to BK Rube. Shout yeah. out to BK Roy. Like them dudes is doing them dudes is doing things. Yeah. You, you yeah. understand what I'm saying? Rugs and them. I went. I went. I went to SL that first week it opened. Yeah, so I now, was like, "Yo, this is crazy! Like, yo, this yeah. is dope! Like, and you saying this is dope from the hood? I know it's, I know it's pops. Yeah. You know, what you, right, see, right, right. you see the guys come up, and that's what I like because you know you yeah. like, you know, like when I was thinking about the format that like y'all show, and I was just like, <laughs> you know, you know, y'all was like, there's certain stories out there that people who was really there around who seen certain things, yeah. and, and you watch people come up. Like you see a guy like Rug Success, they think that's instant, they think that's not, but 
they've been putting in work for years. Yeah. They've been standing online in clubs and everything yeah, before they get in clubs just to go, yeah. just to show love, supporting other people's stuff, going to other people's parties, yeah. going to support other support people's stuff, other consistently people. going to do that. You know, and so, like, when you see, they say, it's, it's a, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah. A lot of people think, like, this was happening with what's going on, what I'm doing. This is overnight. But no, nah. this is years and years of grinding. Yeah, this is years and years of... It's the same thing with the... He's seen me try this and this don't work and this don't work. But what yeah, I the clothing line. What's the clothing line? Oh, yeah. It was called um, RTB, Rap Throwbacks. I had a um, clothing okay. line. That's what I said. I discovered fashion. I tried that where I had these throwback jerseys where all the old school hip-hop artists... And it was like when the throwback thing was like, so I had like Dougie Fresh and it was like the show. It had the year the show came the out. show came out. And him doing it. And I had all them in like, Shout out um, to Two Comma Apparel Truth for the shirt. You know, true means loyalty in German. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Loyalty over profit. Don't forget that. And don't forget to go to S Street Media, subscribe, like, Press and share. Like, you know what I mean? Like tell button. a friend to tell a friend, man. Yeah. And make sure you tell them. I need everybody to tell somebody, man. If you got a kid that want to do something, a niece, a cousin, a girlfriend, an ex, anybody. Do man. it. I need them to listen to this episode and understand how the brother said Do that, it. you know, you had to take the steps and follow the ingredients yeah. and therefore to get what you Stick want. Stick to like, the you script. Got, yeah, you Ain't no plan B, man. We just reinventing no. plan A. That's you know it. I mean? All you got to do is constantly, like, constantly be refining um, other stuff. So, like, you know, just to share some of the other things that we're doing. Because, you know, one of the things, like I said, I always look at the business model. So when I look at it, I'm always thinking to tell everybody, think of yourself as a brand. You always got to think of yourself as a brand. And at some point, you want to be licensed, meaning somebody <laughs> do something else but want to pay you for your name. So, right. like, the name Sean John is so big that a glasses company come and say, hey, I want to license that name. Puffy don't do none of the glasses, but the glasses work through the company pay him a royalty on it. Right. So when I, you know, for us as BK Lobster, we're building out the franchise, building out the brands, but then we have other parts of it too. So what I did, like for my mom's, I took, because her, what happened, my mother macaroni and cheese recipe was famous in Justice. Everybody loved her mac and cheese. Uh, mac so and I cheese took, was sick. I took that recipe and I added the lobster, so that's the lobster mac in Peace my restaurant. Denise. But now what we're doing... You're putting pressure on Patty right now. Yeah, so no, <laughs> what we're doing is... No, no, seriously, what we're doing is we're putting it and we're doing frozen food. Now, we're going to put it in the frozen food. Wow. So salute, we're getting ready to get that that's ready. Big. And that's going to be my mom's is on it. So it's going to be like her. And that's going to be one, you know, my way of kind of giving back right. to her giving for what, she, her, what she showed me. So years. that's going to be one. So that's going to be BK Lobster Mac. So we're going to have that. And then we also plan with like our seasonings. So like this is what this is. So like some of our seasonings and product. Because one of the like things I learned. A, one is a spice. One is a six spice a six infusion. Spice infusion. That's infusion. what we use for like our shrimp. And this one okay. we use for our lobster. So this, when you come in, you like what you like. Now we got the seasoning already blended up. The secret seasoning. The blend so now up. it's going to be janking in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to put that on there. The car game going to yeah. be smacked. It's going to have a Check BK lobster taste. So we got that. Check because one of the things that I learned, and I've seen them say it, is like, you know, people always ask me, Rodney, why you ain't in the music industry? Would you be in the music industry? Why are you doing this? And I seen something one time, and it, it put it, and it was like, well, products don't talk back to you. They don't cop attitudes. True? None of that. They don't show up late. late. Yeah, but I say late. They don't do Two hours later. Stuff. They don't give you They, they don't give you. They no ain't beefing about they wardrobe. They're they not, oh, I ain't creative today. Wardrobe, no wardrobe problem. They, 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 they listen. Okay. These lobster right. rolls listen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I tell people, like, I, I heard Master P and them say that get product. You know what I'm saying? And understand product business. Understand, like, what we're doing. We want to do stuff with the supermarkets. We want to do stuff with the frozen Mac. You know, go beyond your brand because, see, like I said, with everything culminating, like I said, when I think I realize is that how marketable hip-hop culture yeah. is. So the culture is the big thing. Culture is is what we live in and how, what we've created. And the music just really 
took the culture and spread it. But there's so many other ways in the culture that you can make it besides sports, besides, you know, Rap, rapping, rapping, besides those things. The culture, the there's so many different areas. So I was right. in the clothing business. I made money. I made money in real estate. I make money in food. And, you know, all of this. And so even way I run my company, I run it like a record company. So, like, for instance, right here, this right here, this was produced by a chef. Her name is Chef Ra. And what I did was, it's like Chef BK, Ra from Harlem. Yeah, yeah, okay. Chef Ra from Harlem. Um, and it says BK Lobster produced by Chef Ra. Okay, you so everybody gets they do. They know who she did it. So, like, right. my mom's is the macaron produced by Chef Nini. Okay. So, it's the same way Puffer take a record label, then you'll have artists. So, because Cook's an artist. Right, but right, right. But then you could produce somebody else's product. So, this is my way now of then taking her and branding her and branding my mom's as well, too, as nah. opposed to me just trying to take their talent and take responsibility nah, for it. Be, Let's cross brand ourselves together. Exactly. You know way what I'm saying? Way to be a GM. Way you know, to be a GM. Exactly. GM in the whole thing and then take different talent, different networks, and that's what I do. I pull all these networks together them. to create right. the whole winning team. You nah, know, but, it, but all of that goes back to basketball. Dang. Understanding that, and this is what I tell people all the time. You gotta know everybody. Everybody gotta know their position too. Exactly. Right. And watch this. Let me. This is what people don't do the knowledge in. Whenever you first of all, you gotta figure out. I'm looking at my time. First of all, you gotta figure out what sport you playing. Right. You know, so you gotta figure out if you baseball player, basketball player, football, right? Because there's different types of entrepreneurs. So you have like the mission entrepreneur who's who they get an entrepreneurship to heal, heal homelessness, heal the sickness. Right, right, That's right. the mission. Then you have the, 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 the talented entrepreneur. Those are uh, singers, makeup artists. They have a talent that right. they do. They start makeup classes, makeup schools. Then you have the opportunistic entrepreneur. That's a person like me who sees something missing. There's no lobster rolls. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put a lobster roll right there. <laughs> right, right, right. You know what Got I'm you. saying? No doubt. Then you no have doubt. the undecided entrepreneur. They just know they don't want to work for nobody, but they don't know what they want to do. Right, right. So you got to first know what category you fit in because you got to be comfortable in what you naturally right, do. Right, right, right. If you are opportunistic, your position. One, don't be in a non-for-profit entrepreneur because you're going to be thinking about the money. Right, right, right You right, understand right. what I'm saying? So once you understand that, and there's books that talks about that. There's a book by Ryan Levesque talk about choose. It teaches you how to choose what type of entrepreneur you is. Now when you know what type of entrepreneur is, I equate that to what sport you're playing. Because now when you play the sport, you got to know what type of team you need to build around you because that's right. the second rule of success with two you don't or more bump heads, right? Yeah, with two or more work together in the spirit of harmony for a common goal. There so go. that's the second rule of success, the mastermind alliance. So but what I've learned, when you're putting your team together, you gotta know, first of all, when you know the sport, you know what type of team you need. So if you basketball, you know you need five players. If football, right. you need fifty two, if it's this. So once you know the sport, now you gotta know what you are and then what to put around you. Right, if right, I'm right. a point guard, I'm going to get a two, a three, and a four. If I'm a center, I'm going to get this, that, and a yeah, third. Right, a lot of times you get a bunch of point guards, and he's going to get a bunch of other point guards. <laughs> right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? A whole bunch of little fellas. A bunch of little fellas. Everybody doing the same thing. Why? Because everybody agree. Struggling to rebound. Everybody right. agree. And so right, that's right, why right. it's hard for the business and the stuff to move forward. So one of the things going back to basketball, I learned that if I need a team, I got to know what I do well. So if I'm like a two, then I know I'm gonna need me a one. Somebody distribute so you can get that. So I can right get spot. to my spot. Let that thing you know go. what I'm saying? Right, so right, like, nah. so if I'm the CEO, but I get me the right COO, like my man Ed, who's also my franchisee over in Myrtle, because I know he'll do things so I could go over here and get to my spot. Right. right Even right, though right. you know, without saying a word to him. Right. You know right, what right, it is right. now. He already know. You know, now the captain of the team is, and you never know who that is. It might be a forward. It might yeah. be this one. It might, be, a bench. it might be somebody that's the captain of the team. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because those are two, your teammates can see things you can't see because you and work in here. That's, so they come that's why you listen. See what I don't see. Right, and that's right, what you yeah. want. You don't want nobody to see what you see. 
They always say, they always say, like, if you the smartest person in the room, you get another group, right? Because the power, the power is in what you don't know, not what you know, right? Because your undiscovered knowledge is where you don't know. And that's what it is. That was like a studying method, like in school. Like, I'm studying what I don't know. That's not spending my time on the whole. Subject when I it's know it's like spending the whole stuff. practice on your right hand when your left is weak. Yeah. Right. Your power is in what you don't know. You, right. you don't know how to use that. Right. So that's where the power is in your game. Once you, get that, you get that, now right, your game is just stepped up. And mm-hmm. that's the same thing with people. Definitely, definitely. Once you get that, so my whole thing is surround myself with people who know things that I don't know, mm. who play positions I don't play. Yeah. And then, then with that, you gotta then let them trust them roles. You gotta let the center be the center. You gotta let the postman, and we call it the play. You got to run, gotta the, run play. the play. Run right, the play. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't isolation all the damn time. You know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, nah, that's, that's dope, though. It's very, very informative, um, which I stated in one of my posts. I'm like, yo, dude, we're going to bring it to you. You're going to share, share some stuff with you that you need to know. Because right now with this climate and with this world, people are looking right like now. a Fortune 500 from their phone. People doing a lot of stuff. From their phone. <laughs> yeah, from their phone. People, you know, seriously, like, seriously, you see yeah. a dude, he got a bunch of bags in front of him. Yeah. Everybody has a line. Everybody's doing whatever. I'm not knocking nobody. Right, right, Again, right. I always yeah, say on this yeah. show, I support everybody that's hustling. I'm what's, rooting for everybody that's hustling. What's that thing you were saying about Atlanta? Atlanta's like low-hanging fruit. Everybody <laughs> go to Atlanta. Now, seriously, yeah. shout, out to, shout out to my boy Cody, man. He had the L store down on Lucky Street, Soul, okay. ATL, like joint was popping. Sneaker um, store. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like, Rugs in them. Cody, yeah. that's my bro. Yeah. Sweet yeah. Lounge. Got Cody Sweet Lounge. My boy. My boy, Big Al. Al. Yeah, Big yeah. Al. A yeah, lot yeah, of dudes, yeah. man, and and it's huge, man. We get ready to come down there. Actually, we just I just got a call today. I just got a text with dude say he's gonna take the spot that we was gonna do in Atlanta. Nice. So we because, coming down okay. to ATL. Nah, that's dope, man. Because you know, and then and then it, it has to feel good. And I'm saying that, and I haven't sat at the table with him, right? But I'm saying it has to feel good when you rule, ruling all y'all, y'all. Everybody's boarding the plane. Y'all at Rugs Weekend. Y'all sitting here. And we looking right, like, yo, right, dude, right, look right. who we at. Like, we doing this. Like, them sections of Rugs Weekend be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. Heard about <laughs> it be crazy. I mean, yo, the funniest thing I seen in the magazine, Puff had a sign that said, Rugs, send our girls back. Wow. That's funny. Yo, yeah, dude. that's funny. <laughs> yo, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's I, funny. Yo, I died. I was like, yo, yeah. this is crazy. I mean, I love what they doing. It's like, when you open the mantle, you see where them guys is taking the game. Yeah. It's like, but for Patnam, that's almost like how when, like, the old NBA players see the new guys making the monies and doing the stuff yeah, and doing yeah. the Duce deals and doing all those different things. Because this is what they laid the game down yes. for. They they set they set it off. All original Peter Shoes and yeah. y'all, y'all yeah. had, you know, all the Peter original parties used to be Miguel, crazy. Original Miguel's. Yeah, the Miguel's yeah, and all that, yeah, you know, yeah. the parties and everything like that, setting up and opening up a clear lane. And, you know, like, like real talk, like, Pat really showed me how to network. Like, he nah, showed nah, me, like, he showed years. me how to network. I, like, I studied, like, this was my bro. You know, but the, I'm gonna yeah, tell you the thing is too. The reason why I claim the Pat too, because like I was like, like this dude could get in clubs too. But then mm. I used to have all of these laminates to everything, right? I ain't had no car, <laughs> <laughs> and we used to have to go out late. Yo, I'm like, yo, son, I got four tickets. Pat to yeah, bring, let's go. Pat to bring his people. Pat to bring people from Syracuse. He yeah. bring too, because then those guys buy. Buying bottles, like when, that's when I'm seeing yeah. cases of bottles oh, buying yeah, out the yeah, bar, yeah. buying my west. man, my man Kev, Kev, Kev Bullock. Yeah, he used Syracuse. to come out buy twelve bottles of Moet. Do to come New York for three you days? Just be like, you'd and be buy like, like this, fifty just bottles. bottles, and just walking just, around. It, it, it got too bad. We be driving on like a regular Washington Ave. He's like, stop the store. store. We go to liquor store and get two he, bottles. He, yeah, just drive buy a case. Yo, these dudes literally. I used to go like my school. They picked me up from school one time. Pat picked me up from school. We go to the city. We go in the hotel room on Forty Second Street. These guys got 
The, the, he kept got the bucket. You know the buckets where you get ice? Yeah. Two bottles up in the bucket. He giving out straws. <laughs> and we pre-gaming. It got a name now. Pre-gaming. Before we hit the club. Yeah, that's later later going Yo, on. We got a, um, a question for you. Because we yeah. ask all our guests this. Like, um, mm-hmm. And what you doing? Like, like, what does like bridging the gap mean to you? Like for the guys coming behind you? Um, uh, bridging the gap really means passing on the, 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 the knowledge, which is formula. Right, like, right. Give it a formula for success. Um, learning, learning your ups, learning your downs, learning the things you made, and then trying to, trying to f- formulate those things so that you can be able to now pass it in a formula, okay. not in a story, because people need formulas, people need directions blueprint. and right. blueprints, and right, you know, right, there's right. no from like architect, there's no building this house without submitting the blueprints to the building department. So, as many platforms we could get to reinforce this formula, and and then house on that formula the principles and. And showcase, like you said, show that and and show those things. You know, bridging the gap is like showing the real formula for success and not just the results of success. Very well said. Appreciate you for Yo, coming through, nah, man. Definitely, Appreciate man. you. This is my friend. Back, That's my man coming for over back home. That's my brother. Years, yeah, this is my back home. Years. My bro, mom, Duke's making the black rice. Oh, man. Black rice. What? What? Rodney should come to the crib. And, and, and you knew me and you ain't called me <laughs> then? What? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That black up. rice with turkey wings fried. Oh, yeah, man. That's what it is. But again, man, I want to thank you. This is A Bridge, the podcast, hosted by Nard, special guest. Rodney Barnes, executive produced by yeah. Pat Alphonse. Co-host, I'm back again, guys. School's go. open. In, in and out, in you and know. out. You know, but again, shout out to S Street Media. Like, subscribe, share, tell a friend, man. Tell and a we friend hope this episode was very informative and you guys join us next week, man. And they can find so, us at um, BK Lobster. BK yeah. Lobster. Okay. And if you're interested in franchising, y'all can just hit us up in the DM. We'll walk you through it. We'll show you how to get it done for the good price. You know, we take care of our people and we show you the business. We teach you the model. We don't just do it. We teach you so that you could become dope, developed dope. as the entrepreneur in itself That's and dope. support you. And we hold your hand. And I'm real. Like, I'm a CEO, but you could touch me. We we vibe. We we regular. We regular. You regular know what I'm saying? Who we got. You know what nah, I mean? That's and, what's up. That's so, what's up. But Definitely. guys, I thank y'all for this. This is dope. I love this. Anything nah, y'all, y'all need from me. I'm here. My, my, Lobster my roll. We need the biggie joint. Need the biggie joint. Right. <laughs> biggie joint. All right, so we'll make it there. I'll start putting up. We'll set, we'll set up lobster rolls up yeah, there. Nah, we'll yeah, nah, nah. We could, Just know, set up a few rolls at the table. We could promote all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah like ain't Sponsored by Lobster. BK yeah. Lobsters. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, sponsored yeah. by BK yeah, Lobsters. Let's put a sponsor package then. together. To keep, to keep, to keep it going. Right, sure, I know the cool. bills got to be paid. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no doubt. We appreciate you for coming Yeah, I told you I see the business model and everything. Yeah, Appreciate that's you. what's up. Nah. nah Thanks that, a lot, brother. Nah, we definitely A Bridge Podcast. Now. Thank you guys. A-Bridge One podcast. love. Peace. Yep, yep, yep.